The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. all sense of reality and enter another world. Remember, do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. Beyond. Nobody else. That's it. Just me and Colin. Colin, how you doing? I'm alright. How are you? Good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 253. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside. He only does everything. Colin Moriarty. Uh, huge effing show today. So huge, in fact, Clements and Goldfarb exploded and no longer live in this world. Good. Sad state of affairs. Yeah, I know. Uh, Clement's actually doing a GameSpot podcast right now, guest starring over there to say hey and extend goodwill. He could not tell me what show he was going to do, though, so I can't pay, repay the favor mm-hmm. and tell them which one. So whatever GameSpot podcast Clement's pops up on, look on that. Follow him on Twitter at Plum Cider. He'll tell you all about it. Goldfarb doing something dumb. I don't remember what he was doing. What, he was doing something. I don't know. He's going to join us later. Uh, Colin, Gamescom is happening right now over there in that Cologna, Germany. Mm-hmm. Das Colin. Cologna. Cologna. And uh, PlayStation had a little bit of a press conference today, and they had a little bit of uh, huge announcements. Yeah, they had a lot of big announcements. So too. we're going to run the show a bit differently. Uh, it's one of our biggest shows, and I think we only have the hour to get it all in, and I, it's, we're already into the hour. And I have, a, I have a phone call to do. I think somebody else is in here afterwards. So we're just going to get into the Roper Report as it is. Just let it go. Okay. Because what is and forever will be the rope report. <laughs> Time for some news. It's so pitiful that it's only just you and I. Yeah. But whatever. What do you got for me, Colin? Uh, let's see. I'm scrolling. I didn't write anything down. Uh, <sighs> no big deal. So I, we can confirm that Sackboy, Ratchet, uh, Spike, and Dante are all in PlayStation All-Stars. They Boom. revealed that today. Now, not only can did they reveal it today, you had a huge exclusive go up on IGN.com where everybody should go and read and watch all the videos. Yeah, I, uh, I went to Superbot uh, last week and played the game uh, and saw the game extensively uh, with Seth Killian and Omar Kendall and all these guys. Uh, can't tell you everything I saw um, or near everything I saw, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah. But I can tell you more about all these four characters um, as well as the Alden's uh, Tower infamous stage. We have exclusive footage of all four characters and the exclusive on uh, Alden's Tower itself, so you can go to IGN and look at all of those. Who's your favorite characters. character? Out of those four? Yeah. Um, I like Spike the best. Really? Yeah. From the from the ape escape, ape escape. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's the most interesting character out of the four. Uh, Sackboy is probably the most dynamic and difficult to use character. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Dante's pretty straightforward. Uh, he's combo based character, um, and Ratchet is, uses is almost like Radic, um, and that he uses a lot of uh, guns and tech. Yeah, Omar was talking about in the uh, impressions video you put up how you know Ratchet or was it Sackboy that's actually the who's the one he was saying is the most distance fighter. I guess he was saying that was Ratchet. No, I think Sackboy is the one that wants to stay out of the way the most. Okay, yeah, because he's using all his pop up and pop it. Poppet menus. They're popping right. up Poppet menu to get out there. He's using the Kickinator. He's using this fan. I don't remember the fan of the game, but I'm happy that... It's there somewhere, probably. Apparently. Maybe not. I don't know. No. <laughs> Maybe they're just making it all up as they go. 
we can also confirm that, um, you know, last week the game was delayed, um, or actually I guess it was earlier this week, uh, the game was delayed. It comes out November 20th uh, in North America uh-huh. and 21st in Europe um, and 22nd in Australia, I believe. Uh, so the game has a month delay. But the good news is that uh, PlayStation 3 uh, version of All-Stars, uh, if you buy that, you get the Vita version for free. Right. Yeah. It's this new thing, uh, cross-buy, they called it. It's also coming with uh, Sly and Ratchet. Full, full Frontal Assault, Ratchet and Clank, Full Frontal Assault is coming to Vita now, they announced. Yeah, that's and This will be the same thing where you buy it on you buy it on the Blu-ray, you get the free, we're assuming, voucher code for Vita. Yeah. I don't know. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, you like that idea, though? You happy with that? You, yeah, you, no, you, you always come on here and talk about the Venn diagrams. Yeah, I mean, I think I still think there's like way too much crossover. But with that said, I mean, that kind of crossover doesn't hurt if you just get the game for free. Yeah. Um, and I still think All Stars is a PS3 game natively. So sure. Um, I don't know how interesting. Is this like this is exciting because it's the first step, right? We talked about this with like MLB the Show that they should have had a pack in. Mm-hmm. They should have figured this out. It's nice to see them finally doing it. Yeah, I think uh, hopefully it, tra- it segues to something like the show. The show already sells exceptionally well anyway, so I can only imagine how many units they would sell. Now here's the thing. Yeah. You want to sell some Vitas. Mm. You want to be brilliant. Now, this does not cross-play at all, but it could be a cross-buy. They should package it with Black Ops 2. If I'm a Call of Duty fan, I buy Black Ops 2 on PS3, and I get uh, Call of Duty Black Ops declassified on Vita for free. Then you buy a Vita. Exactly. It's mm. a reason for me to go out and buy it. That's interesting. That's a good point. Maybe they'll do that. We'll get to more on Call of Duty Black Will Ops we? declassified shortly. Uh, what a big planet developer, Media Molecule, revealed their new game today. Uh, it's called Tearaway, and it is a PlayStation Vita exclusive. Mm. Looks interesting. It looks interesting, but you and I were talking about this on the, the GameScoop video that'll be up here on IGN. Weren't, you weren't blown away. No, not really. I mean, I, I think the game, the game's pretty. I, I think it looks, you know, it's 3D um, in a 2D world, I guess is what you would say, right? It, it, you, yeah. You're trolling 3D, but it looks 2D. It's like made of 2D. It's, it's similar to Little Big Planet, where like yeah. it looked like, you know, Sackboy's running along, basically left to right or whatever in a, a traditional Little, little right. Big Planet level. But you can jump back and forth, things are 3D, yada, yada, yada. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't think it's, you know, Media Molecule was like very specific that they didn't want to do Little Big Planet anymore. That's why Tarzan or what, what, what is the, what, Tarzan or whatever the hell they... Yeah, it's them, and then it's like a gajillion other people on that. Um, uh, on the Vita, on version. The Vita version. So... It just doesn't seem that, like, aesthetically and even in terms of quirky gameplay and stuff, it doesn't really seem like a leap too far for Media Molecule. Mm-hmm. You wanted, what, not, like, you wanted we, like, a first-person shooter? You I wanted... don't know. Something just totally different. It just, it's, it's, you know, we haven't played the game. The game can be, I'm sure the game's going to be great. I mean, it's a Media Molecule game. But, yeah. but uh, I don't know what I expected. I just, it made it seem, they made it seem like they just wanted to do something else. And this doesn't, this seems like a half a step, basically, towards doing something else, not like a full step. Yeah. Um, but it's cool that they're working on Vita. I mean, other than... You know, Naughty Dog and Sucker Punch, Media Molecule is probably their most prolific developer. So the fact that they're putting something on Vita is a, is a pretty big deal, yeah. I think. Um, so that's cool. Yeah, um, it's nice to see, yeah, like we're talking about, you see these uh, Sony studios that are so tried and true, so trusted to take a big name, and or they are a big name on their own, to go do something on the Vita. Yeah. It's Hopefully a, Sucker Punch. It's exciting. You already said Ratchet & Clank Full Frontal Assault, known as Q-Force, Q-Force. in Europe, uh, will be also coming to Vita, so that's cool. Um, you find it weird that they change names like that based on Europe or America? Is full frontal not an interesting? Is that not a? Is that not a? You know, like a might, turn a phrase over there. There might be a trademark oh, that's thing true. in there. That's yeah, why yeah. you know Dragon Warrior was Dragon Warrior in the United States and Dragon Quest in Japan mm-hmm. until that trademark mm-hmm. expired, and then it became Dragon Quest. Then it all exploded with eight, I believe. Uh, call oh du- my God, ladies and gentlemen, Garfeth himself, Andrew Goldfarb. Welcome. Which microphone is he going to take? Take three. Three is the better one. Okay. And I'm turning it on now. We should be able to hear you when you start talking. Hi. Hey, what's up? Hello. So far, we've covered cross-buy. Your thoughts? I think it's great. I think it's exactly what they needed. Yeah? And what I needed. Yeah. Um, Double plats all around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's, it's smart. I think 
that was kind of one of my concerns was like I, I want to play like you were always saying I want to play you know PlayStation All-Stars on the go and level up characters or whatever and then when I'm at home maybe play online have like a more extended experience sure. and uh, I didn't want to have to spend a hundred bucks to buy two versions of it you know yeah so I, I think this is a smart way to get people to I mean, the the one downside to it, though, I guess, is that, like, what does that mean for Vita software sales? You know, like, I mean, some, sure. of, some of the biggest games coming to Vita are also coming to PS3. So it's like now are, are less people going to buy Vitas to play those games? I don't know. Well, no, I think it would just look like the soft, the attach rate and all that stuff would look worse. Yes. But I don't think I think I think this will encourage people to buy Vitas because I was I, I pitched this to Colin. We haven't talked about Black Ops Declassified 2, but I was saying uh, that they should package with Black Ops 2. You should buy Black Ops 2 on PS3 and you open up and there's a voucher for That would be so smart. Because that, then it would be like, yeah, I'm a Call of Duty head. I'll go buy this anyway. Yeah. Me. Yeah, and that, especially because there's a bundle available and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, well, that doesn't help you at that point. Well, it, it does if you're a Call of Duty head and want the, the Well, not if, you, not if it comes in Black Ops 2. Hey, look, I got a co- voucher code for a game I, Wait, that I'm, I'm going to... I'm just saying if you want the little system with the Call of Duty logo on the back. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. A special back, a rear touchpad yes. for Black Ops 2 Declassified. Exactly. Version of you know. Colin, you look really good today. Thank you. <laughs> um, let's see. Call of Duty Vita, Call of Duty Black Ops, the class one. Uh, it's going to have a bundle. We learned that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Brid- it bridges the story between... Yeah, yeah single, player, single player missions are going to bridge uh, Black Ops to Black Ops 2. Four on four Wi-Fi multiplayer, including Team Deathmatch and Kill Confirmed, where you kill somebody, you have to go pick up their dog tags. And then uh, I'm sure a slew of other things. Built from the ground up, they kept saying. Built from the ground up maps. Uh, developed by? Nihilistic Software. Ooh. Yes. No, you don't mean that. <laughs> Just kidding. Of course, they're the people who did Resistance Burning Skies. Yeah, yep. and PlayStation Move Heroes. So these, yeah. the, you know, like like we said on GameScoop, nice dudes, we know them. Um, they work hard, obviously, but they don't have a really a quality game to their name. Um, and it's a, a, a confusing thing to have Sony and Activision just give this game to a studio that is unproven. You would think you yeah. would want like a top tier, probably internal Activision studio. That's why it was fun when people were like, maybe NeverSoft's developing the game because you know that would have made a little more sense. Even though NeverSoft doesn't have shooter experience, they they make good games. Yeah, or even like Sledgehammer or some of these people who have worked in an you know assist capacity on the bigger Call of Duty games. It's kind of surprising because obviously Treyarch and Infinity Ward are the lead developers on their respective titles, but. Like there are like something like eight different studios that actually like contribute to those games happening. Raven, as you know, obviously is one of them. It's weird so, even taking it would have been away a ten if Raven fucking developed. It. <laughs> <laughs> even taking away that we were disappointed in Resistance Burning Skies that you would have the same developer do your first two first person shooters. That's that's what's weird to me. And see, this is what excites me about Killzone Vita um, is that you know that game has been in development for quite a while, whereas it, it seems really like. With Resistance, I don't know how big the team at Nihilistic is, but with Resistance coming out this year and now Call of Duty coming out this year, you have to assume that both of those games suffered as part of that development cycle. Right, yeah. Whereas Killzone has been built from the ground up. It's been development for like at least a year, probably more than that. Um, and like I, that, that bodes well for what that game could be. That Maybe that will finally be the definitive dual-stick portable first-person shooter. Yeah. I think Killzone's been in development for much longer than a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I'm just saying it was announced when NGP was announced, which mm-hmm. was early 2011. Yeah, right? and we saw screenshots of it. So, so, yeah. so I guess that means it's like at least a year and a half, two years. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, uh, probably be two and a half years by the time the game comes out. We don't have a date on that. We do know that Call of Duty will come out in November. Yeah. I'll still play it. It'll probably still be fun. See, the, the yeah. problem with... Well, I'm with, excited. I hope it's another easy platinum. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. That'll be, yeah. Hopefully, I hope they learn a thing or two about how to do trophies. No, but, they did it just right. But, uh, you know... It, the problem with Resistance was not the way the game played. It was that it wasn't a good Resistance game. So, yeah. with that said, I mean, our expectations in terms of presentation is clearly lower with Call of Duty than it is with Resistance, I think. And, I mean, one thing that's better, you know, Resistance, it's funny because they, they tried to cram in this story stuff 
that hurt the game. Like if, if they if that had just been like a unit thirteen style game with six missions just called mission one, two, three, four, five, six that had been totally standalone and each one you unlock a new weapon, I feel like it actually would have been better than trying to do like this terrible corny story that just never quite came together. Yeah, it was strange. It was a strange yeah. game. Also, um, can I close these blinds? It's kind of freaking me out. See, I open them because it's always why are they I don't understand why um, we close them. Because we can do sex stuff in here. No, it's we close them and you walk up, you can't tell if somebody's in the room. <laughs> All right, no, keep them open. I mean, what's is it distracting you? No, not well. A little I mean, bit. now we've, you've derailed the podcast. Well, I'm sorry. I don't care. It's we're a conversational podcast. Just like this guy who wrote in about the blind. Yeah, I don't have any. Be- I, I tweeted oh. if we do get through all the news stories, so we get some Gamescom uh, tweets here. Ooh. So speaking of Killzone, the, ga- the game on Vita is called Killzone Mercenary. It is Guerrilla Games is developing it, you know, themselves. Um, that's cool. That's exciting. So, uh, how does, if I can interject for a second, mm. do we know anything about we Cambridge was announced as doing it prior to this, right? Yeah, they probably still are. I mean, Cambridge has no cachet though, so they probably just, just put Gorilla's Gorilla. name on okay. it. I that mean, I think sense. I think Cambridge has essentially been sucked in by okay. by Gorilla, but I could be wrong. Um, sucked in because it definitely does have the Gorilla logo at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It has, it's all over yeah. the it's all over the, the trailer. You yeah. watch it; it's everywhere. Yeah, um, which is weird. I don't know why they kept doing that. They love gorillas. Driving home, gorillas uh, in the mist. Um, let's see. PlayStation Plus refresh uh, has been announced. Uh, so. I'll just read the story straight from Greg. At, at its Gamescom press conference, Sony detailed what new bonuses gamers can expect from PlayStation Plus. Uh, blah, blah, blah. First off, Red, Red, uh, Red Dead Redemption will be September's free game of the month, at least in Europe. Yeah, in Europe. They have not confirmed that for uh, the United States. Secondly, worldwide America. users will now have one gigabyte of cloud uh, storage space compared to the 150 megabytes they have That's now. That's nice. Thirdly, PlayStation Plus will soon be coming to the PlayStation Vita, which is yeah. the most exciting news as well. Um, if you're in Europe, you can nab PlayStation Plus for a 25% discount in September. We don't know about the North American compatibility with that yet. Yep. I'm sure it's coming. I see a story about Wonderbook here. We are not going to read it. <laughs> On to the next... By the way, one, they... they, they <laughs> I can't believe they did it again. I know it was it was like, almost like it was almost a joke. But this yeah. time they did it right, didn't they? I was writing during it, but I heard it was just a trailer, right? There wasn't like a. But whole... they kept going. It, no, I, it, that was fifteen minutes. It was three. Yeah, it was three. <laughs> well, then they talked trailers. about the dill pickle game, where you're, so, the, you're this private nope. eye pickle. <laughs> humpty, you're Humpty Dumpty, uh, or you're, you're putting you're, together Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, you're you're a so, caterpillar. I, don't know. I, I, I wrote that dumb story. So I'll talk about it. So just really quick. They, so they showed off a little bit more of Book of Spells, which is the J.K. Rowling game, and that is why that was at this conference. J.K. J.K. Yeah, JK, 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 JK. In um, in like, if you think Harry Potter is big here, it is so big in Europe, and so like, I think that's why they're doing it at a European-based press conference. Um, so they showed off Book of Spells. They showed off BBC walking with dinosaurs. They said there are partnerships with Disney, and then they're doing that Humpty Dumpty game. You know, watching it this time, I still am Sold. bored to tears and I have no know. interest in it. But I can, I can, I can see it if they market it right, doing really well with kids, especially sure. in Europe. Sure. So I mean, I. I don't blame them for focusing on it. I just think it was crazy to do all of these long, drawn-out trailers. Because he was like, we've already announced some exciting new IPs today, and I have some great news to share with you. And then the Wonder Book logo came up, and I was like, oh, no. And then they were on it for so long. I just can't believe they made the same mistake again. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, I- I'm dubious of Wonder Book. Not because we don't, you know, it's not for us. You know, I'm sure it's going to be good quality and stuff like that. The reason they're spending so much time with it is because there's clearly a huge internal investment in this product. Yeah. But... And I don't even mean money as much as I mean resources. And well, yeah, it's and like a, we're it's saying, move. for cachet, like like they 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 got slammed because of what they did at E3. So it takes a lot of balls for them to do it again at, G, at Gamescom, and they knew they had to do it because of this investment and to get it out there. But I am not sold on the fact that someone is going to buy that doesn't have a PS3 mm-hmm. is going to buy a two hundred fifty dollars PlayStation Three. Mommy, mommy, I move, want the new Harry Potter. Yeah, move, and then the game. This is like a three hundred fifty dollars investment, unless yeah. PS3 just At precipitously least. falls in price. You know, yeah. so I just don't. Unless you own a PS3 and you own a move. 
who the hell is going to buy this for their kids? I just, you know, when you can just go buy them an action figure or some shit. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, <laughs> or a book. <laughs> just buy, them yeah, just buy, buy them a book or give them your iPad that you probably already have and let them, you know, play with a book on there. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, they really want that casual market, but I always agreed with you what you said about, you said a million times about Sony and, you know, GDC with PlayStation Move. They should just be going in the other direction. Yep, and yep. I think that that would save them money internally and build them a lot of credit and credit, you know, credibility with the hardcore gamer. There's some exec up there who thinks that they can do it still. And this is, I mean, make no mistake, this is what they're, this is what they're internally probably considering what could be the second coming of PlayStation Move. We have all these PlayStation Move ones and nobody fucking wants them for games. But, if we go the complete other direction and make this Harry Potter wand book and this, that, and the other, there isn't, you know, we're calling it Wonder Book and not even mentioning PlayStation Move, but you need to move those PlayStation Move units to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they yeah. are, of all things, partnering with J.K. Rowling and the Harry Potter brand smart. is very smart. Yeah. yeah. If, if anything would make it work, it's that. Um, but I, I agree. It is, like, especially late in a console cycle, it's like, oh, hey, you just bought this PS3 with Move and Wonder Book. Now we released a new system called the PlayStation 4 a year and a half later. Yeah. And now buy it comes too. with the PlayStation Move. Yeah. Oh, God. This it, might all have to do Wonder Book. I mean, you assume PS3's price is going to drop when they announce this rumored new PlayStation Lord, that clearly yes. exists. Uh, no, PS3, the new PS3 model that clearly exists. New PS3. Um, so maybe it makes it more affordable. Whatever. Uh, I will say that it's not as embarrassing this time with Wonderbook, specifically because they they had a J.K. Rowling message to E3 that a dude had to read. <laughs> yeah, she couldn't even fucking record a video, so at least they just ignored that completely. Well, yeah. and also this time is somehow didn't totally derail it. You know, like the right. momentum kept going after that because they had the Studio of Japan games and because they had. Uh, until dawn and all that cool stuff they showed like the problem at, e- at uh, e3 was that you had all this cool stuff then like 40 minutes of wonder book and then you had the last of us which was got a war too but it was just very sudden after that you know yeah. like it was like they never quite got like that upswing they back. never amped back up yeah yeah this it, was a good they amped it was well here. better yeah, yeah exactly. they amped well with all the downloadable games yeah. or not downloadable necessarily you know what i mean they amped up, amped up. i'm amped um you look amped so speaking amped. of until dawn Mm. Uh, until Dawn was revealed today. It's uh, under development at Supermassive Games, which is a second party Sony studio um, in Europe. And they. For kids uh, at home, second party. I'm sorry? For kids at home, second party. A second party studio is an independent studio that basically is funded by Sony. So they don't. They're not owned by Sony. Insomniac was technically a second party for a long time. Um, there's a lot of. You know, uh, Ready Till Dawn, uh, right? That was the guys that did. Uh, yeah, God of War. The God of War games. That's a second party studio. Um, what Sanzaru a, and. Unfinished Swan People? Yeah. Uh, Yes, because um, well, they have the contract. Giant for three Sparrow, games. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, there. Yeah, so the second party is basically just an exclusive developer that isn't owned by Sony. There you go, kids. Um, the more you know. So <laughs> Supermassive Games is working on it. Supermassive did like tumble and tumble start the party and just, but they know how to use PlayStation Move. See, Nick's actually ran over to me today, our database man- manager who knows just about as much about PlayStation as we do, if not more. Um, he just like knows PlayStation. He's really the old well. school PlayStation. Yeah, guy. and he was like, he's like, this is a game you should be excited about. These guys know how to use Move. You know, mm. um, and um, yeah, so I was like, yeah, that's that's true. I think the game looks really cool. The game's been rumored to have been in development for a long time. And by the way, I just want to say because we got an email, a very curt and rude email last week about how no. about what, a listener, yeah, about how uh, talking about until dawn and rain were not news. Oh, right. And then we got another email this week. I don't know if it's from the same person or another person saying that when we do podcasts beyond three hundred live, that he will come here and buy me a pizza if these games are actually announced this year. Well, who the fuck won that bet? <laughs> in about in about two seconds, Colin knows what he's doing, Greg. I, you know what? There's there's a lot of stuff Colin doesn't know when, what he's doing. When it's talking about PlayStation, Colin yeah. knows what he's doing. When, when it comes to midnight openings and movies, he has no idea. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. You, you want advice on PlayStation? The proper use of mayonnaise. You talk to Colin. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cook. I'll cook you a good over easy egg too. Oh, um, 
speaking of mayonnaise, re- speaking, no. of, speaking of mayonnaise, yeah. uh, Hellman's wrote in. Uh, no, uh, speaking Ooh, of readers, Hellman's. there's been a dude. Um, man, I have none of this information in front of me. I suck. Don't worry. This Th- is there is like... a there's a podcast beyond mod available in Mod Nation Racers, mm-hmm. and I'm forgetting all the details. Thank that. you for that. Story. Pretty sure if you search for Beyond, you will be able to. Find you should it. probably just search for Greg Miller and get my IGN cart and the Greg That's Miller true. mod. I, I'm going to tweet out the information about this mod later. What does it look like? Why, how, why is it the podcast Beyond mod? He, he's been messaging me on uh, PSN repeatedly to mention it on Beyond. He tweeted oh, okay. both of us a couple times. I think oh, it's sorry. while you were away. And, gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll get the information. It'll either be in the article for this podcast or on Twitter. Sure. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, Continue. Just uh, <laughs> until dawn, by the way, PlayStation Move is... Flashlight. It's, yeah, it's a it's a flashlight game, basically. It looks really cool. It does. It it's like a horror movie, kind see, of. See, my thing is, I think it... I, I tweeted about it looking cool, too, and I, I dialed it back. I said it looks neat or something like that. Because the more I looked at the trailer, I wasn't super happy with the animations, necessarily, it's or whatever. old. The game's probably old. I know. But the idea of it sounds really cool. Like, it is... It's a horror movie. Like, you're setting... You know, you're at this cabin in the woods. You're gonna have sex with this girl in a bikini. Yeah. There's some drinking, I think, going on. Like, they're, they're going, like, the full, like, here, you're immersed in this horror movie. Go have fun. Yeah, it looks... Yeah. It, 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 I think it's neat. I, I'm, it's unclear whether this is a retail game. It would probably be like Sorcery or Medieval Moves where it's like a discounted Blu-ray disc. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it looks cool and, and uh, you know, it's exciting to see the move used in unique ways. I mean, that was what was so exciting about the Torah, even if it wasn't a good game, um, was that they're trying to do different things with it. It's not just like point and shoot kind of shit. Sure, sure. And, yeah. and this is this is different. So This is the first PlayStation Move game that I have ever watched and been like, yeah, I would play that or at least try it. That's. I think there's good PlayStation Move games. There's the, uh, there's three must play PlayStation Move games for me. It's it's Sports Champions. I think is really good. Uh, Medieval Moves is the best PlayStation Move game, and and then uh, Sorcery. I think is really good. The thing for me with Sports Champions is I I I'm not. I'm sure it's very good. It just that isn't a game that I would play. Like it's not. I got my Wii Sports fix. I'm. Done. There's a bocce ball in Sports Champions. <laughs> that, Sports Champions works a lot better than Wii Sports. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Um, Speaking of the other game that I talked about that I was told that I shouldn't talk about because Pizza. it doesn't matter, but that was actually announced, uh, is Rain. And that's a PSN game uh, being developed at Studio Japan. So, it, like we said on GameScoop, 50% chance it probably will never come out. <laughs> um, so, uh, Rain casts you as a little girl. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It casts you as a little boy. You're working to save a little girl when you become invisible. Gameplay showed footsteps through puddles and the invisible boy bumping into things. Yeah. Um, so, Greg, tell me more about this game. So, yeah, that was it. And then when it actually rains in the game, you can see the silhouette of the boy. And there's this whole hidden invisible world, pretty much, that the rain illuminates. There's there seem to be some monsters around there. Go far, but I caught in the trailer. Uh, you're, it's, it looks like a puzzler. You're moving things around, climbing up on stuff, j- jumping around. A little bit of an eco vibe to it. Uh, I haven't played enough of it, but from what I see, a little bit of a pop-up and yo mechanics too, in a way. You know, oh, like, good. Or to get, yeah, because that went over well. <laughs> but you know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm you know what I mean. So yeah, it looks interesting. It's, yeah. it's beautiful, as Andrew Goldfarb called it. Beautiful. I was I, was, I laughed at the trailer because uh, the trailer is really cool, and, and the mechanic as you just described it is that when it rains, you can see the invisible boy, and this tagline comes up that's like, "See the invisible world." Exactly. Let, it, yeah. it just it just said what the mechanic was. Like it wasn't like a clever tagline. It didn't like like when they announced Puppeteer, which I'm guessing we'll talk about in a second. They it had like this cool oh welcome to the stage of magic and mystery or whatever. This one's just like oh when it rains you can see the the kid. Like it's really <laughs> funny how I described it. This is why The Last Guardian's delayed. Yeah. Um, yes, Puppeteer is the next game. I think this game looks really cool. Um, it's uh, another Studio Japan game. It's unclear whether it's a PSN game or a retail game. You think it's a retail game. I don't think it is. Think it retail. struck me as retail. Yeah, I mean, the way they were talking about it, and they were talking about how big and ambitious it was and how the world moves around you and blah, blah, Carnival blah. Island is a retail game. This is a retail <laughs> game. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so Puppeteer follows a boy who has been carried away by the Moonbear King into a castle where he's transformed into a puppet. So 
It's a. I'll just not even describe the game as yeah. a story. I think the game looks really cool. It's a side-scrolling action game. Um, it looks somewhat old school, uh, and I, I think the graphics look really nice. It kind of rem- is reminiscent in a way of Little Big Planet. Uh, the yes. way it looks, I don't think it looks quite as good. But some of the mechanics are really cool, though. <laughs> like just from the brief little snippets of gameplay they showed, like your your goal in the game was to get these magic scissors, and you have them, and they seem to be like your main like weapon, or but you're using them for like multiple different things. So it like it shows this gigantic monster going after the kid, and it puts its claws down in the ground, and he uses the scissors to cut through the claws to avoid it but then it also shows the scissors is like using like as platform mechanics like like almost like flapping them like wings and mm-hmm, cutting mm-hmm. through ropes to move higher up in the environment like it looks creative and cool like i'm a, I'm a sucker for like a cool platformer so i'll totally play you're a sucker for a lot of things i'm just a sucker yeah period um yeah i think that game looks really cool uh i think it has an unfortunate name but yeah um not because like puppeteer can't be a cool name but it just makes it seem like it's something it's not it's one of those titles that sounds like it should be a reference to some, like 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 puppet ear, and it's a game about ears, you know. Like I mean, it it, it it's weird to me that it's called puppeteer, and you're just a wooden boy. Like, Get out, <laughs> puppeteer. <laughs> Who wants to play puppeteer, everybody? And finally, the final piece of news that came out of the conference of consequence is a uh, new Vita firmware coming. One point eight mm-hmm. comes August twenty eighth. Um, one point eight will allow PS one classics to be played on Vita, uh, which is cool. Uh, but it also lets you use, uh, I guess, the face buttons with the system to select things on the screen instead of having to use the touchscreen, which I actually really like because even if you're playing a game where you don't use a touchscreen or I don't use a touchscreen like Plants vs. Zombies, for instance, you still are smearing the shit out of the screen when you're, you know, and I just hate Man, it. Like, I feel yeah. like I'm always cleaning this fucking thing off, you know? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's annoying. I scratched the shit out of the beat already because I just don't have the patience to, like, look for my microfiber cloth all the time. I'm using, like, a t-shirt all the time. And you just scratch it. Just it, That's the downfall of these kinds of, this, this device. Guys, get a screen protector, day one. Yeah, I've been happy with mine. I use my t-shirt all the time. I have no scratches on it. I don't really? know. Well, if you why are your shirts light? made of fiberglass? If you, look at, if you look at yours in the light at an angle, I'm sure you have like a, a million like little scratches on it. Mm. On it. Let's make it a bet. Okay. Good. You need to look when at I, it. You count, you count every one of the millions of them. Yeah. <laughs> you count every one of the million of screen things on there. We'll see who's right. Uh, uh, are we only doing Gamescom news? Yeah. Okay. Let's what other on. news you got? The, there's the God of War Central multiplayer beta. Um, oh, yeah. It, it'll be starting in the near future uh, for PlayStation Plus people, and they made some weird hint that there will be other ways to get into it. And then they just detailed there will be a story up on IGN.com, um, just some details about like what the multiplayer modes are and what kind of things they'll see. It's a uh, they basically just gave names to some of the things we saw at E3. But cool. Um, what what other news? Oh yeah, Sleeping Dogs is getting DLC, right? Yep, for six months. That's cool. It's a good yeah. game. Great game. Um, Dust five one four beta coming. Yep, Dust five one four beta. Right. There's is there anything else? Um for ps3 stuff uh for people who care about uh black ops 2 they uh are totally changing the game's multiplayer it actually looks really really cool there so previously when you played the call of duty games the way multiplayer worked was you picked uh primary weapon secondary weapon uh some perks and like your grenade or whatever that system's out the door now everything has a point value so your primary weapon is worth x amount of points your secondary weapons worth x amount of points and those add up into a specific amount and you only have that amount of points to use it's just kind of a cool way to change the loadout system mm, 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 good mm-hmm. good good stuff there. youtube's also coming to playstation yeah. all right that's today that's exciting Music have you heard about youtube start you can upload yeah, videos but you make yourself it's crazy yeah. i tried to use it on the playstation browser forever and it never <laughs> worked so i'm happy to have a thing that gets around that now hey greg what could i watch on youtube you can watch start go to youtube.com slash start and then watch up at noon mm-hmm. fuck the rest of the shows don't worry yeah. about them yeah. but up at noon is what you need to be watching like, like, this week we had dark siders too on wow that game came out today i would I love know. to watch the interview where, one more time where could i watch it youtube.com slash start <laughs> thanks greg i got confused there for a second but i picked it up in the end i think i covered it all right yep 
Colin, you got anything else for the Roper Report? No, that's it. No, oh, hey, we did we did that in record time. We mm-hmm. got through all the big stuff. Uh, do you, what games are out today? If I wanted to know, Colin, where could I go? I don't know. Uh, sleep you go to the official <laughs> list of upcoming software on all three platforms by the IGN editor. Uh, uh, there was a PlayStation that's supposed to be in there somewhere. Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, it is probably the only game of relevance that comes No, no Darksiders. Dark Sleeping Dogs is probably the only oh. game of relevance that comes 8.5 Sleeping Dogs from our own Colin Moriarty. Uh, Audrey Drake gave Darksiders 2 a 7.5, I believe. That's yeah. what I read. And okay. Papa Eo comes Ooh. out on PSN. Ooh. Now, this, is, this surprised me. So Mitch reviewed the game. He's at one of our Xbox editors. Um, the game always intrigued us and we always got to play it in like little pieces yeah um and i thought the game was really cool i, I understand that people think like we hype certain games and then give them bad scores but that's never intentional like when we're excited sure. about a game i was authentically excited about the game and i haven't played the full version of the game yet i have it on my ps3 but i, I haven't played it um we gave it a four yeah which yep. is bad yeah um literally that's yeah, literally, literally bad, bad. In our to put that in perspective too like mitch went back and he was showing me uh old playstation blog posts about papa Uyo yeah and looking at the character model and comparing it to now and it looks worse. Like, I don't understand how that happened. It had, like, these really complex shaders and textures on it. And, like, everything about, like, the monster himself now looks worse than it did, like, months and months ago. I don't they understand. did a They did a post a while ago talking about why they redesigned the character. But it didn't go into why he technically looks worse and stuff yeah. like that. And the game overall doesn't look good. Like, it's no. one of those things. Uh, the textures are all weird and walls I, I, look, like, flat. And- similar to Colin. I haven't played through it myself, but what I did is uh, Mitch was stuck at a part and had me come up and play part of it. And we've played it at events and done stuff like that. And so when I was playing the part Mitch was stuck at, which he references in his review and I believe is in the video review, uh, it's like, yeah, like the, the, this looks not good. And like the platforming is really annoying. I was having, I, just jumping in, I mean, granted I'm jumping in late in the game or whatever, but still it's giving me that taste of, oh wow, this is really hard to judge how far out I'm jumping and what's happening here. Why is the monster hitting me over here? And oh, good to see he's stuck on that and he can't come get me. Yeah. It's like, and there's a bunch of little stuff like that. You're like, ugh. It's, just, it's disappointing because this is one of those games where you, what you want the lesson to be for other developers is not to just don't try anything ambitious because, you know, yeah. this is so, it's like so cool and the metaphor and, and the story details and everything about it is so interesting. It's unfortunately an experiment that didn't pay off, but you don't, you don't want that to be like a detractor to people for innovating and for coming up with cool stories. Like it's one so. of those things that you know they're a small developer too. I forget the name. Do you know the name off the top of your head? Yeah, it's a. Uh, um, you think about it. No, uh, fuck. Nihilistic software. No. <laughs> no, no. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I'll I'll, I'll come up with it. Uh, anyways, you know it's one of those things. I think Sony's going to continue to cultivate those kind of people. So we already see it with Unfinished Swan. We saw it yes. today with Rain and stuff like that. Like there, I don't think you have to worry about minority. Much. There you go. I don't think you have to worry about a chilling effect on other developers as much as you, in, nor on Sony's part, you know what I mean, as sure. far as taking it. Because that's where we always talk about, you know, Sony versus Xbox and Xbox Live versus PSN. And PSN's strong suit is that it's a boutique game. It's got his boutique games <laughs> for, for interesting, interesting people. people. <laughs> Watch the GameScoop video for that to make sense. Uh, but it's, 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 you know, it, it is boutique games. It is these little one-offs that are, like, really, like, something different and you want to play and you want to know more about. And, like, whereas Xbox Live has, don't get me wrong, great, uh, you know, got a huge library of games. But I think, moreover, the PlayStation exclusives that PlayStation gets are more interesting, if that makes sense. Sure. They're more varied. There's tons of different experiences out there. I agree. Did we talk about the new PlayStation All-Stars characters? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. you were late. I'm sorry. I couldn't even do the rewind theater I was going to do. So. Oh, good. I'm glad to see you wasted our time for nothing. All our laptops Someone's are in gonna Germany. Someone's going to come back in two I'm hours. Sorry. All our laptops are in Germany. Uh, Gamescom, I tell you what. Uh, Sleeping yep. Dogs, you want to talk about it? I can't wait to play it when I have like 30 hours to spare. Yeah, it's good. It's really it's right. a great game. I mean, it's... it's uh, <laughs> It, you know, I've been playing it for a while, so it's like I don't, you know. It's hard to boil it down. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing. We've had it for a long time. Um, but 
it's it's a special game in that it, it it does some things differently than some of its contemporaries. I think the game's kind of been lost in the shuffle. I don't know why Activision, first of all, let, let that game loose. I mean, I think Square yeah. Enix... It's not was, annualizable, I bet. Well, yeah, it's probably not, but it's very uh, very solid move on Square Enix, a very rare solid move on Square Enix to pick that game up, and I, I hope it sells well, because I think it's a, it's a really good game. It's not as good as Saints Row the Third. It's not as novel or as fun as Grand Theft Auto Four, but it's it tells a, a serious story... Um, and has interesting characters in it. And it's like really gory and brutal too. Uh, the combat's fun. The gunplay's not as good as Saints Row. The the, the melee combat's probably better than any game of its kind. Though. What mm-hmm. sold me on it was uh, in your review. You talked about how there's uh, it almost reminds me of like a Fallout New Vegas like faction thing that you have like a uh, different meters associated with different people that you're in with. So it's like you have a cop meter because you're an undercover cop, but then you have a separate triad meter, and then the what is it the face, face meter, meter yeah. is like the people of Hong Kong. I think that's brilliant. I yeah, think that's cool. really really cool. It's cool. Yeah, you earn. You know, when you're doing main missions, you can earn triad or cop experience, and it actually you lose. You kind of start at a certain place with cop uh, with a cop meter, and then lose it, and you gain uh, triad depending on what you're doing. So, like for instance, if you're driving, like and you hit a, a light post or whatever, you like you lose like ten experience points out of police because you like destroyed some property. Yeah. But if you're like if you kill some dude, that's cool. But if you kill the dude in like a brutal way, like with one of the game's brutal kills, quote unquote, then um, you get more experience points, whatever. And the face points come from um, doing favors and, and tasks for people in the city, like whether they're good people or, or criminals or whatever. Um, and all of the experience points then unlocks uh, special skills that make Wei Shen stronger. So it's, really it's, smart. A, it, it's a, yeah, it's a cool game. I, I, the statistics are not as deep as Saints Row the Third, but it it it, um, it does something special. Like the game is, is unique. I really think it's like the sleeper hit. That and Amler are like the two games that are that like no one talked about this year that are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both reviewed by Colin. Yep. Yeah. I, I he knows things. Eye. He knows things. He's got an eye. He knows what he's talking about. Colin sleeper hit Moriarty. Yeah, that's what they call sleeper me. Sleeper hit Moriarty. Uh, housekeeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a little note there, I saw. Yeah. Uh, so we, I, I tweeted randomly this weekend about fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I replied. Yeah, you did, and I got a lot of replies. I probably didn't. like uh, over a hundred. Yeah. And that's just for people that saw that tweet. So I think we'll do fantasy football now. The caveat, of course, is that we tried to do, we did do fantasy hockey and and, and last year, and I just didn't have time. I was the, I was the commissioner. I didn't really have time to attend to it. It's kind of like when I used to do fantasy baseball in high school, and then by the time I got to college, I'm like, I don't have fucking time for this. Yeah. And then with hockey, which is not as intensive as as baseball, uh, I just didn't have time for that. Football is perfect because you only have to do it once a week, really. Yeah. So I want to do that. The thing is, is that we don't, we can't possibly accommodate everyone that wants to do it. So uh-huh. I need. What I need from people this week are ideas about how where they where they want the league to be. My 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 old standby is Yahoo, but that's kind of like old school. Yahoo. Um, I actually the Yahoo League things are really good. That's why I always use for like brackets and uh, March Madness. And yeah, stuff. I mean I I like it, but I I know people. Some people use CBS and some people use ESPN. Um, so we got to sort that out. Sort it. Out. And we also have to figure out how if there's a system in which we can have sister leagues because I had this idea that. Um, we can have we can have like trophies. Someone even even said that they work in an engraving shop, so we can do like funny, <laughs> we can do, like, funny little trophies that are then circulated amongst people, depending on the leagues they win and stuff like that. So my two ideas were this: we either have a league where it's like it's almost like so- soccer leagues in England, or whatever, where like the best teams are in one league and then like it goes down and down into the leagues over and over again. So mm-hmm. like the leagues get worse. Yeah. And we could just do. There's no way, the objective way to do that. So it'll just be like first come, first serve. Yeah. And then next year we can like mix everything up. Yeah. Or we can do something if there's a system somewhere where we can have some sort of rotisserie system like a point system and standings where we can compare the points and then have like eight different leagues but overall standings as well 
Um, so if anyone has any answers to that, that would be cool. I also need volunteers for commissioners for each of the leagues because I can't do this by myself. Yeah. I can be the commissioner for our league, but um, that will mean Greg will be in and we'll invite people into it. So if you have any ideas on that front, send them to beyond at IGN.com. Beyond at IGN.com. Uh, fantasy football in the subject and, and, get, and sound off on that. The next Tuesday, a week from today, we will um, tell you how to join the Fantasy Football League. Gotcha. All right. Go for it. You got anything? Uh, for housekeeping? Yeah. Um, I'm doing a Beyond After Hours or whatever. All right. Morgan. Yeah, yeah so good. I'm, I'm glad you're doing them because whenever he sends them to me, I'm like, I'll do it. And then I ignore <laughs> it and forget all about it. Yeah. Uh, he sent me the questions last night, so I'll, I'll try and answer them tonight and get them back to him. Cool. Uh, for me, and we're not ending the show just yet. We still have 20 minutes, it looks like. Maybe even a little bit more than that. Uh, for me, I have cancer. Uh, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma the other day. Uh, I tweeted about it and blogged about it, and uh, the outpouring of support from all of you has been overwhelming. I'm sorry that I can't get back to everyone personally. I'm doing my best to try. If this news is just breaking to you right now, don't panic. Totally curable and or, you know, totally treatable among the most treatable cancers. So no reason to panic or flip your hat. Calm down. It's going to be okay. I'll be fine. I'm trying not to miss any work. Trying not to miss any beyonds. Trying not to miss any up at noons. So everything will be status quo for the most part, to my knowledge. But I want to let make one make sure you knew. Two, thank you for your support. It's been incredible. I can't can't thank you enough. It's been amazing. Um, also, the show wouldn't be the show if we didn't talk about a PlayStation All Stars character we wanted in PlayStation All Stars. Mm. If you haven't been following this, our good friend Panda Musk, listener, animates these. We put them up on uh, IGN.com. We steal all the traffic for them on Friday. They're, <laughs> but they're, they're delightful little videos where we pitch a character, or we, we put it out here, we spitball the character, then we send it over to Superbot, and they probably put it in the game, I imagine. Colin, are they putting them in the game? You were over there the other day. No, they do watch them, though. I okay, good, yeah, good, they good. They think they're funny. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, Goldfarb, who, you suggested one that I thought was pretty great, and I think you should talk about it today. Oh, the sound chase blob. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. I would love to see the sound chase blob. But as like a as a playable character, I think would be hilarious. Yeah, there's so many like an, an easy level three would be like uh, all of the platforms in the map suddenly turn into red, and like you can't jump anywhere if you're any other character, and maybe one, one tiny platform in the middle. Yeah, some crazy. What are, what, what are his basic attacks? What are the sound chase blobs' <laughs> basic attacks? So he can uh, he can. You, you turn on like the run mode or whatever you have to yeah, actually yeah. hold down the button and, and you can run forward really fast back and forth and maybe i don't know stick to people <laughs> <laughs> this is very compelling climb, climb over them um i think it would be cool if uh you maybe could call in one of the dudes from like the super brothers level Ooh, with like a red laser that'd be awesome yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah just like i mean because there are so many hazards in that game that are really funny like like some of the weird looking things from like the dead mouse levels or whatever like you would basically be calling in those hazards and then your ability would be to avoid them while everybody else can't maybe what i what i love about this greg is that i yeah, last week i i suggested instead of talking about crash that we talk about Lil and large from escape plan which you told me no one cared about no one knew <laughs> but you sound but you you sign off on the sound shapes blob sound shape blob is hot right now yeah he's a ps3 game it's too. topical yeah, i guarantee exactly. more people currently know the blob than they do little and large yeah, so sad. little and large can get the fuck out of here <laughs> maybe the sound shapes blobs level two is that he makes fun of little and large <laughs> <laughs> Colin, you got any, what, what do you want to see you review sound shapes what should what should this character be doing out there I don't know. I don't feel like he should be in the game. What the hell is this thing doing? He's like a fucking over-easy egg. Well, there you go. He jumps on you and he's like, what if he was huge? Are, are you against him being big? What if that he's bigger be, than everything? He's, he's like a, a power character. He, well, that, that's how he could be cool, right? Like, So he's huge, like a, like a big daddy, strong, slow character. But if you hold R, he's but. really agile and moves back and forth. Don't try to justify it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be so, a terrible idea. <laughs> But are we already out of ideas for this segment? Three in. Ethan Mars, Crash Bandicoot, no, there's dead. A bunch of, there's a bunch of great ideas. Okay, we'll save them, but I think Sound Shapes Blob could be in there too. Okay, good. That's what it says on the character select screen, Sound Shapes Blob. <laughs> or just Blob. 
name? <laughs> He's Blavu. He probably has a name. You, you think so? What's his name? Greg, what's his name? Timmy. Timmy, what's his last name? O'Toole. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy O'Toole is how Chase Blavu. It, it, so he's uh, what, of Irish descent? Yeah, that's right. Timmy O'Toole versus Sackboy. <laughs> <laughs> the worst fight of all time. <laughs> That's good. That's fun. Good work this week. Okay, yeah. Good, and, and good luck with that one, Panda Musk. <laughs> if you don't, see, if you don't see this on Friday, ladies and gentlemen, that's why. Yeah, I hope Panda Musk has played sound shapes. Yes, he, he tweets about it on stuff. Um, real quick too, because I downloaded it today um, from the iTunes store on, on my phone. Uh, Mitchell Morgan, who I I trust M Dog implicitly. Implicitly. And Does he know that joke? Yeah, okay. he must. He listens to the podcast. Well, do we ever talk about it on the air? I thought it was something we talk about afterwards. No, because people. No, we no, talked it happened about at it. the end of E3 predictions. Okay. Yeah. We trust him implicitly. Yeah. Um, and uh, he released uh, another version of the Beyond soundboard hmm. um, with some new stuff on there, which is fun. Ooh. And I think he like cleaned everything out, uh, everything else up, and I think it actually makes the file smaller. Oh, nice. Um, so definitely go on the, uh, the iTunes is. store and find that. It's free. Yeah. All right. Good. Uh, let's go to some reader mail. Okay. Mail call. Remember, if you want to be part of the show, beyond at IGN.com, with the exception of today when I had to tweet. So you can follow me at Game Over Greggy or Garfep or No Taxation. I'm not going to tell that's you which is which. You. Yeah. Follow Greg at all three of his Twitter accounts. No, that's not how it works at all. You silly. Uh, da, 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 da. Antonio King tweets at me and says, Favorite announcement from Gamescom so far? In my opinion, I'm going with Crossbuy for the PS3 and Vita. Colin? Um, I don't know. Until Dawn, I think, is the most interesting one for me. Mm-hmm. You, like, you like the new games? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you do. I want more new games. Yeah, you like you want you want a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm. You know, it's funny because I've, I've said many times I'm not crazy about the Killzone franchise, but for me, it's Killzone Vita because now that we know uh, Black Ops Declassified is nihilistic, I, I'm putting <laughs> all of my hope into Killzone Vita for a really good first-person shooter. So that that one for me, smart. Okay, smart man. I'm going with Crossbuy too. I think that's a really really smart move, and I'm interested to see if they can expand it. And Shuhei, you should totally sure. steal my idea. I'm doing Black Ops too. Yeah, no, I I think Crossbuy is brilliant and exactly what they needed. Zach Gregory writes, the titles announced today make the Vita enticing, but a price drop would have definitely been better. Any chance this happens? Well, I think it's like what Colin was predicting all along, which is that they're never going to, you know, they're never going to take the moment and be like, look, this is too expensive and drop it. They're doing a de facto price drop by issuing these bundles that have a game and a memory card and all those other things. And I think you'll see those kind of ramp up. Uh, I would be very surprised if they don't do an eight gig card instead of a four gig card. Yeah. Because four gigs is useless on the Vita. Yeah, I have a four gig card and I'm like deleting shit constantly off yeah. of it. See, and since you can't, but. you can't, you can't save your saves on, on it either. Like that is the worst fucking design choice ever. Well, mm. so I, I'm very concerned about this because I, I, I haven't backed up to my PS3 ever. So I'm finally going to do that, even though I hear it takes like three hours. Um, so is that how? If I delete the bubble from my Vita, yeah, I could just never. Even if it's been backed up to my PS3. Oh, if it's backed up, but I'm I thought probably, it. But, yeah. I thought it's not that way for every game, right? Because when we did the Marvel versus Capcom thing, uh, when we got the Vitas, we tested the trophies. Because it w- I switched out Hopper's card, and it said, you can't earn trophies here. So I deleted it off of my thing and then reinstalled it, and it worked. And I thought we deleted it off of Hopper's thing and then put it back in there, and it worked. Yeah, but I, I don't know where those saves would live. There's nowhere for those saves to live. That's what's so weird is that there's no just save utility. Like, it was so easy it's on really, PSP. It's really weird. I don't, I don't understand. Like, that, that design choice is bizarre. Yeah. I mean, they're, so they're adding little UI tweaks in um, that new firmware update. Like, it looks like you can do um, – you can use the – the buttons to navigate the home screen rather than only being touched. Yeah, we talked about this. So, I'm sorry. But I'm, I'm hoping, though, because of that, because they're already tweaking the interface a little bit, that maybe they'll eventually wise up and add, like, a little separate menu for managing saves. Because, like, it's, like, an important thing. Like, that's, like, yeah. even even the 3DS has that. Like, it's, like, a very... It's a weird oversight for a system as sophisticated uh, as the Vita. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, Viennas writes in, do you think the Vita has been reinvigorated with all these fantastic new games, trailers, and announcements? Beyond. Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I I mean, I I still, I think it's a great step in the right direction. It still needs more and more. Like, they need to continue this flow moving forward. Like, we need more Vita games coming at TGS and et cetera, et cetera. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, this is is the best step. I mean, since E3 2011, this was the best showing for the Vita. Sure. Uh, A lot of questions on there, too. Was this the conference they should have had at E3? Yes. Yeah, I don't know, but then what would they had here? See, it's one of those things. I think E3 gets a bad rap because of the Wonderbook. Yeah. You take out the Wonderbook and how long they spent on Wonderbook and PlayStation Mobile added up. But, but for Vita, if you're talking Vita specifically, oh, E3 Vita. was terrible. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree that the E3 press conference was actually the best of E3, but not for Vita. I mean, they, they I agree barely even mentioned it. And there weren't many new. There we weren't blown away. There was no surprises, right? We right. kept saying that that we knew what was coming, and sure enough, yeah. we got what we wanted. I think TGS is gonna be big for Vita. Yeah. Awesome, keep it going. Let's uh, see I that mean, Bioshock game, they, man. I mean, yeah. they, they need. You're not going to see it there. Not there, no, but you, not. you need. They need games that are going to like sell a million copies on in Japan. I, I'm really like they need to bring more franchises. Like I, I think it's really smart bringing Killzone over. Let's see God of War Vita. Let's see, you know. And the funny thing is, like, release some collections. Like I would play the God of War game. Like I would play God of War one and two again for new trophies on Vita. Like sure. I, I'm surprised that. They're doing the God of War saga or whatever anyway. Why not really something similar maybe they won't, to that? Maybe I wouldn't be surprised if that, now that they've announced cross-buy, if they eventually come yeah. out. Like like think that, about how long they took to tell, tell you Sly Cooper is coming on Vita. How long did they took to tell you Full Front Assault was coming? And even All-Stars. I mean, they... they, yep. they, they yeah, I mean, that's true. I, I'm hoping some of those collections come to Vita because obviously I'd rather see new games, but at the same time, it would be fun having... You know, I know I know it wouldn't. I know it's impossible. Man, could you imagine the Infamous Collection? New trophies on Vita. Yeah, that'd be Holy sweet. shit. That'd be awesome. Or even just Infamous 1. I'll take it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a podcast beyond episode 253. Remember, if you want to be part of the show, beyond at IGN.com. Remember, go to IGN.com, read stuff there, watch all the videos. Colin's got all those exclusive all-stars up. You got to go see that. They're so good. They pay the bills here. Look on Friday for another Panda Musk video. Hopefully, he has a real job, so he does this when he can. We understand, Panda. Don't kill yourself. Don't stay up all night doing it. We love you. If you want to be part of our lives, I guess, follow us on the Twitters. I'm Game Over Greggy. Colin is no taxation. Garfep is Garfep. When I, when I go to say your Twitter name, it's always hard to remember your real name. That's okay. I'm Andrew. Nice to meet you. No, I know that part, but the goal farm. Because then I, sometimes I call you Garfield. You get all mad. Uh, you can call me Garfield. But I don't fine. want to. Well, you hate Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> I do love lasagna. Um, we end the show each and every week with a song submitted by you, the listener. You send them to beyond.ign.com. We put them on a flash drive. We bring them up, put them on the show. I forgot to do it this week. It's usually Clement's job, but he's out beyond GameSpot's podcast. Let's so, do a song. Huh? Exactly. No, okay. that's the thing. I, I was just gonna pitch to you, Goldie. Like we're going old school now. Remember the you remember the first yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. Beyond episodes? I loved it. You guys used to sing. It was All right. Great. Well, now you take it away. Well, I'm not gonna sing. I'll, I'll do nope, some. You I'll sing do, it. I'll lay down a beat. And Colin, you, you gonna rap over it? Over whatever he the beat he lays down. You gotta gonna, rap over. We're gonna do like an improv. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not very good. Come on, improv. that's what we used to do. I know, but you're I'm not great. Very... You look. You listen to rap all the time. Yeah. That rap metal. Am I doing a rap beat? Uh, I don't, you always do the beatbox shit. I, yeah, just I, I really one. only have one beat. All right, so. ladies and gentlemen, Beyond 253, Andrew Goldfarb, Kamal already. go. Wait, I have to do this? No, can't do it. Now sample that over and over again. No, can't do it. No, can't do it. Colin likes mayonnaise, mayonnaise. <laughs> See how easy that is? That's a song right there. You that's put, terrible. I want it to be at least good. Like, no, you, that's, that's, you, don't, you, don't you can't blindside me. Mayonnaise, mayonnaise. <laughs> no, that was a good song. People would buy that. I would rather wait and we can, we can do a real rap song. 
with written oh, lyrics. Really? We studio recordings with tr- uh, four different For what tracks. episode of the Beyond do you want to do that? We can do it next week. All right, fine. We'll 254, a real, rap song. A real <laughs> rap song, Andrew Goldfarb, <laughs> Colin Moriarty. I demand it's called Mayonnaise. <laughs> sure. I all can right. make it all about condiments ooh. and video games. That's the, ooh. See, all about condiments. is a good, That's a good like album name, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a Weird Al album. Beyond! Beyond. Beyond. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.